0: Welcome to a brand new episode of the Five Heart Podcast. Uh, welcome back, I, I guess, uh, now that you know school is back in session and athletics are athleticking. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Greg Mahachko here on this uh, coordination.com podcast brought to you by jitterymonkey.com joined as always by my good friend, fellow Husker fan and longtime broadcast buddy, Brian Toll. Brian, how was your offseason? Go to hell. Okay. <laughs> you, Go
1: straight to hell. <laughs> you, you.
0: Here's the thing. If, if you don't know, Brian really gets no off season uh, because there's football.
1: I, I have to babysit you sons of bitches.
0: Yes. Uh, but there's football and then there's basketball and then there's baseball.
1: And then there's fucking recruiting. I
0: was going to say, and all throughout there is recruiting. Um, we we have tried to get together on numerous occasions since May 21st, our last episode, um, to talk Husker athletics, including but not limited to recruiting. Uh, Brian, in in a, a nutshell, how how are we sitting recruiting wise? You know, in the I guess what we can consider now the 2018 uh, recruiting cycle.
1: It's going okay. It's not bad. It's, it could be better. The, I mean, you're gonna lose. You're losing a couple battles. You're gonna lose a couple battles. Sure, you're gonna probably win a couple battles. You're probably gonna win one this weekend with the one, um, as <clears throat> the Isaiah dude that spells his name really weird. But other than that, it's fine. Yeah. It really is.
0: And, and, and we talked about this, it, and and I wanted to say joke, but I know it's not a, a laughing matter to you. But when they announced the date in December is the early signing period, we know that it's another. Horrendously long day for you, but what does that mean for the Huskers? You know, that's actually a really
1: good question. It actually, to me, it means that, um, well, it does two things. One, it it solidifies your class. You don't have to go re-recruit your class in December or January. You know, and that's 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 a great thing because then you can actually it. That leads to number two. The second point is you can actually go see what you need and then reevaluate and go after guys that help you out. And and I think that's a big deal. Um, There are some guys that won't sign right away and and they'll wait till the first week in February. And those are the guys you still got to pursue. And and there are some, and it's going to happen with a lot of schools, there are going to be some kids that. You know, you're expecting to sign in December when they don't sign in December, it's going to be a big red flag issue. Okay, so I think it. I think it's really good for Nebraska because Nebraska really had to struggle the last couple of years with Guy Thomas and such like that, trying to, you know, solidify that when they needed to go out and get some more guys. And you spent some time and um,
0: getting them kind of locked down.
1: Get get kind of the you know the little the uh, what's what's the best way to say it the the ones that you know bloom late. Uh, you know the—I mm-hmm. don't even know—calling diamonds and rough, just guys that they have to check afterwards. So
0: the kind of maybe uh, maybe, the, maybe the kids who really need their senior season to you know of high yeah. school to show exactly what they are capable of.
1: Yeah, because there are, there are going to be kids that, regardless of you know you trying to get them in you know, August or such, you know they're not they're not going to they're not going to you know. Be there until quote unquote, you know January. Jalen Bradley sure. was like that. Nobody knew that Jalen Bradley would be available till the end of December. So,
0: and in, in you, you in there, you answered another one of my questions. Was you know would we still be seeing some of the highest, you know, graded recruits holding out for February? There, there, evidently seems every year that there's you know, a, I don't want to say select few or handful, but there are some kids who. In, I guess maybe enjoy the attention of it. Um, they do. And, they,
1: and, they do. I mean, there's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Kids really do.
0: So, so um, we'll we'll still always see those. I mean, there's not going to be anybody who's going to take their name off the board, so to speak, in December when they can have six more weeks of you know coaches calling them, yeah. fawning over them, things like that.
1: Yeah, and but this is this is one of those things that you know the silly season doesn't have doesn't have to happen during bowl season. Right. Because um, it is a dead period, the bolster is in his dead period. Um, oh, so
0: what as did, we're taping
1: this, as we're taping this, Ohio State has officially opened a Costco efficient can of uh, Maker's Mark whoop ass <laughs> on Indiana it, in the it, second it, half, it, it, and I it was and close. I said. Indiana put their best effort up. They were only up three at the half. And I said, last year, Virginia Tech – two years ago, Virginia Tech did the same thing. And Ohio State came out and dropped the hammer. And, hey, looky now.
0: Well, let's talk about – and one more thing about the early signing period. Just like the National Signing Day, as it has always been, the first Wednesday of February, signing the piece of paper, that's still – that's not still not etched in stone, right? I mean, they could could they theoretically change your mind from December to February, or is that no,
1: no, no? That's it, okay. It's an LOI. Okay, it's just as good as it was. You know, as soon as the as soon as if accident, the university has it, announces it, they're they're locked in unless they get released. Okay, cool.
0: I'm glad we were able to clarify that. So let's move on now. As I've mentioned, we've we've wanted to talk. You know, we yeah. Oh, you you, you didn't want to talk? You. I've wanted to get with Brian for a while, uh, especially as we got closer and closer. Uh, We tried it last week. It did not work. Um, I'm going to blame my computer system. I actually went out and got what was supposed to be a newer, faster, stronger router, and it doesn't work worth a damn hill of beans. So what I'm doing right now, I have a hundred foot, I don't want to call it a spool, not it might not even be 100 foot that that'd be awful long anyway i have a really really long ethernet wire that i'm stretching from my router in my front room which is where my wife is currently asleep on the couch all the way to where i'm recording and i had to move my laptop off my desk by two and a half feet to make this thing work but anyway um we've been trying to get together. But my
1: laptops, you know, don't have like rechargeable batteries and you can take them anywhere you want, including the pooper.
0: I could, but then I also have to take my mixer. Uh, it, it's – this just seemed easier. Get off my shit. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so all of a sudden – and I don't know if it, – obviously it hadn't been like this for you because you, you've you been in the trenches, so to speak. Uh, but, uh, man, it, it, football season snuck up on me.
1: Mm-hmm it does
0: and, and I'm yeah. excited and, and, and you know what
1: honestly honest to god and I don't mean to laugh but this is like kind of like the first it's like the first fall camp in like two three years that you know it's been kind of boring
0: which is good I guess
1: um you know the first one was Riley's you know first thing and then the whole thing was Sam last year.
0: Yeah, so the uneventful, uh, you know, no, no nothing landmarkish or memorable. Um, you know, kind of g- give everyone the four one one and and I say that knowing full well that coordination.com is a great uh, source, my favorite source for Husker news and notes. Um, but fall camp, uh, how, how have things been going? We knew coming out of the spring game that Tanner Lee. Well, we didn't know. We all speculated, and it was confirmed very uh, shortly after that. But Oh, uh, Tanner Lee, starting quarterback. Uh, Patrick O'Brien, uh, you know the backup, and Tristan Gebbia. This gonna redshirt is, is gonna, which is good. He he could, you know, he's a skinny kid. He could use to hit the cafeteria in the gym a little bit. But um, what what have you seen that has stuck out to you as far as how fall camp has gone?
1: I just want to know how the defense is going to play. I, I think the offense is going to be okay. I think they're going to be. I wouldn't say world beaters, but I think they're going to be better. Uh, I I think that extra guy out of the box will help the run game and such. Um, I just want to know how this defense is going to play because you don't fire a guy that's worked with you for, what, 20 years?
0: Yeah, at least, yeah. You
1: don't don't fire him over the phone and get another guy who is a good defensive coordinator in Bob Diaco, but you don't fire that guy and, you know, have a – As good defense, you have a better defense. Sure. So, well, let's 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 face it: the defense is what's going to be judged. And and there's a lot of people that sit there and you know, the whole cackling of run the ball 500 yards every game, which isn't going to happen because this offensive line is getting better. It's not that good, but it's getting it's getting better. So,
0: but we're also not in a system that that is going to. I mean, we're not not to say we're in a pass first offense, but it's not you know, the old three yards in a cloud of dust type of offensive scheme anymore. It's, this is, this could be a heck of a year for someone like Tanner Lee. If everything falls into place, he might only see one, you know, and I'm, that's a big theoretical or hypothetical or whatever, you know, uh, but he might only be under center for one year. If, if the stars align, I mean, that, that's yeah. the, that's the type of offense that we have and that's the type of quarterback that we have now. Yeah, I mean, it just that's, that that is the way it
1: is. And what I would say is that is um, that wouldn't be a bad thing for Nebraska. I mean, and I'm not saying I don't want Tenerly to go. What I'm saying is, th- there's that you know, there's a there's there's an implied odds on that when it comes to recruiting. Saying, mm-hmm. like, hey, this is the offense. This is what's going down. Um, you know, and it helps wide receiver recruiting it helps quarterback recruiting. Um, but it also definitely, you know, has something.
0: You know, um, if, if you're, if you're coach it, Riley, if you're Danny Langsdorf, when you hit that recruiting trail and say, Hey, we took a guy from Tulane who didn't play for what? Two years. Right. Or, yeah. He'll, you know, it'll be two years since he, since 700 days or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. And, and you can say, Hey, we, we took him from, from that situation and Hey, he got drafted after one year that's you know that's a heck of a heck of a recruiting statement you can make um, as far as bringing quarterback but we also and I and I've heard uh, the guys over at the Big Red Cobcast shout out to them I heard them talk yeah. about it quite a bit um, you know Ryan and Pat and Joe and Mike and everybody um, but it, we would it would benefit the Huskers for Tanner Lee to have that you know just hell of a year because we don't want to have a log jam at the quarterback position. You got Patrick O'Brien, you got Tristan Gebby who we mentioned, and then recruits who could come in and, and you know, quarterbacks always a, an in-demand position. So sure. What you said. Perfect. I like yeah. it. Oh, uh, so let's switch gears here since it is late and this is going to, you know, be dropping in the morning early and we both need sleep. Um, Archie state I mean we're we're here on the eve of the season uh Arkansas Ar- Arkansas state which I, I think on one of their blogs or publications we had a chuckle at this but uh, they were saying that, that you know they were going to they were they were setting their own prediction and they somebody said that they would beat Nebraska 35-21 or something ridiculous like that
1: hard to believe when they have five offensive linemen hey, hold on let me look this up real quick please do I am uh you know you know in one big thing we worry about in Nebraska was that you know how their offensive line's going to go um, it's going to take me a minute so fill the air
0: yeah and, and uh, you know while Brian's what looking com- that up what conference are they in sunbelt sunbelt
1: i think you're right
0: I, i'm guessing this just I'm because guessing. i i, th- I think too. that's where i saw it um, but appalachian arkansas state yes you're right Arky state the home of the somethings? I don't Arcane,
1: know. Arkansas State. Yeah. Jones Jonesboro. Arkansas what, State has a really good bowling team.
0: What, what are they the home of?
1: The home of the Red Wolves. Okay. They actually have – Arkansas State has a really good bowling team coached by Justin Costick, who is a former University of Nebraska
0: Bowler. Well, we talked so, about that in bowling season too, about how Nebraska former Nebraska bowlers or maybe former Nebraska coaches were sprawling out and seeing seeing success, like in uh, McKendry, who ended up yeah. winning the women's uh, national championship. Yep. Um, so yeah, that, I mean feather in the cap there. But I'm
1: uh, I'm thumbing through right now. I'm trying to see how many.
0: No, no, that's fine. Uh, while while Brian is is uh, researching that diligently, also. Uh, just last Saturday, we found out who the Husker captains were going to be. And we'll of course touch on that as well as, uh, the, uh, handing out of the black shirts before uh, we, cares. well, it's, it's possible that they do, but tell me about, do you think that did Bob Diaco get it right first time out, as far as the timing of handing out the black shirts, he didn't do it four games in, he didn't do it at the beginning of fall camp. He did it the week of the first game. Was that the right time?
1: Yeah, because that's when Charlie McBride did it. He probably gave out too many, but...
0: He, he what? What, what was it? 17? 16. 16.
1: Oh, 16. Both played to give out 21 year. Mark Carl played to give out 21 years. Out
0: 21 years. <laughs> um, well, if you think about it, I mean, you've got 11, and obviously the the 11 guys who would, you know, start. But it's not like, it, you know, football's not like it was 20 years ago because you're playing a lot more, I think, the you know, matchups and things like that. So while you have... Base guys, you might also, you know, have to throw in a Nickelback or something like that.
1: So here's here's who they start. Ready? I'm ready. They're starting a fifth year. They're starting a transfer senior. Okay. A redshirt sophomore. A redshirt freshman at center. A true sophomore. And a redshirt junior.
0: That's a lot of. um, I don't want to say that's a lot of inexperience. It's just not a lot of youth. Yeah. It's not the, you know, I wouldn't call it highly touted. I, you know, especially when you're talking about transfers that night, you know, then you've got that whole chemistry issue to go about. And
1: I don't see no nothing on starts, how many starts they had. So is what it is on that.
0: But anyway, so. the, I'm not sitting here dogging Arkansas state. Feel free if you want to listeners or Brian, but I don't, I don't see them winning. I sure as hell don't see them winning by two scores. That's. Uh, as we we look ahead, not past Arkansas State, but as we look at the season as a whole, which games do you? Which games jump out to you as the most problematic games on the Husker season? On the Husker,
1: well, season? Ohio State looks pretty tough. I'm
0: just saying. Mm-hmm. Well, and and having this, I mean,
1: it's it's really going to be a week to week thing with Nebraska because. Um, it, it's going to be a health thing. I mean, we kind of learned that we should have learned our lesson last year. And honestly, the year before that, you know, it really depends on Nebraska's health. Cause the game against Iowa last year looked like a win three weeks before. And then Tommy pops a hamstring, and everything goes straight to hell. Sure. So, you know, it really kind of co-depends on health. Um, but I also think it co-depends on what it, it, it co-depends on, how the offense evolves through the year, but I also think it really matters on how fast this defense gets good. I think this defense gets better as the year goes on.
0: Oh, I think so, absolutely. But, Especially I, you but, know, with the new, I mean, new system, they're going to get more more comfortable in that three four.
1: Yeah, but I also think that you, you know Bob Diaco once talked about a really fluid um, depth chart. Okay, so really, kind of, is going to co depend on. You know who stays at what position, how fast do people learn and all this stuff, and, and and you know it's not cop outs or anything like that, mind no. you, just 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 a realization of hey, you know, remember last year this team was really good um, heading into Wisconsin, and then you know two and three of the last five games, including losing your last two pretty embarrassingly, um, you know, and it, like I said, that was more health than anything, so, um you do give the, tend to give the benefit of the doubt on it. That being said, you know, Nebraska's deeper than one quarterback. Um, they're deeper than one running back. Um, they're not terribly deep at wide receiver.
0: It, um, it brings me to my next question, especially since you said, you know, being that injuries, you know, played such a factor in, in the end result last year. When we lost Tommy Armstrong, you know, we had to turn to Riker Fife, and no offense to Grand Island, but – yeah, know record wasn't good enough. Uh, so yeah, and, what, and, and Nebraska
1: hasn't had – and I'll, I'll flat say this. Nebraska hasn't had this much talent at quarterback in about a decade.
0: Would it be when uh, Joe Gantz was the backup t- to Zach Taylor?
1: No, Well, I guess you could argue that. I would say more along the lines of when Taylor was starting, you had Zach Lee, and then you had Cody Green. Zach and Cody were pretty good. They just happened to get – um, put out on the island. Sure, when it came to Taylor, because was because the bow, it was Taylor Hiller High Water. So,
0: and and it, for lack of a better term, when you, you you know, bow rode that horse, you know, into the ground. Uh, there there were times that you know, looking back, and of course hindsight being twenty twenty, uh, where Taylor should have sat, uh, you know, because he he wasn't healthy, he and and that affected. Yeah, well, uh, every, but again, uh, so. As you as you mentioned, if Taylor, if
1: Taylor wasn't healthy, he, you know, there's also a way that, you know, if Taylor doesn't get uh if Taylor doesn't get hurt, Tommy doesn't get the experience he does. Oh sure. So it's really count kind of six and a half doesn't think so.
0: But that was Anyhow. also later. Um, my, going back to my question, with this team being you know having the most talent or maybe the most depth, what positions can the Huskers just really not afford to lose a guy to injury?
1: Um, I don't think they're going to lose one more corner because I think, you know, losing Jones is fine, but if you lose like a Lamar Jackson, it gets really dropped down. It really does. You can't really lose too many wide out.
0: Would you have to um, put uh, Josh Kalou back at corner? No, no. I, I
1: I think there's enough. There's kids there that can play, but you start going from like four stars and everything down to walk ons. And, and I don't care how good you are, your walk on, uh, you know, for a reason. And, and that's no, it's not diss to anybody. There's no diss to the Nebraska, you know, tradition, everything like that. You know, when you have Lamar Jackson's, when you have the Tony Butler's, when you have the Eric Lee's, you know, they're, they're here because they're talented. They're here because they need to play. And, um, the boodles, you know, th- they've got to play. They got to, you know, they got to step up. You got to find out what you have in
0: the, in the cupboard. Tweet, Tweet he just popped when you mentioned DiCaprio Boodles. Um he, Yeah, he does it all the time. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he just wants other husker podcasts to be sharing the love as well. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, he so he he barely knows his name. So call him Alush just he'd answer the same thing.
0: Arkansas State, the wolves. Uh, the Crimson Wolves—I'm going to call them. I'm not going to call them Red. That's too. Well, no, they're Red Wolves. Fine, the Red Wolves. Jeez. Anyway, uh, they'll be at Memorial Stadium. Um, looking. I mean, what are what is, what are you looking for specifically?
1: A win. Uh, a comfortable win.
0: Okay. I I, mean, I, I I was talking more like you know. Do you, do you want, to, do you want to get into
1: a? Do you want to get into a fourth quarter fest with a Sun Belt team?
0: No. I don't. I wanna. I wanna win comfortably and go to bed happy because that's a. Yeah, that's a seven o'clock kickoff, if I remember correctly. You're old. I am,
1: but I'll be up till i three a.m. and back up at seven. So I know. Right.
0: That being said, my new job has me usually getting up at, at five o'clock in the morning. So
1: you know, you know, what we call Greg now, folks.
0: Clint Eastwood yeah. from Grand uh, Torino. Nine. Get off my lawn. Okay, what do we call Greg now, folks?
1: Water boy?
0: Yeah. Yeah, hey, folks. In, in, in the time since we last recorded. Episode, Soon he'll be a Watcher Man. <laughs> I uh, changed jobs. I used to sell cars. Now I deliver water. Yeah, so, he
1: went honest, folks. He went honest. Yeah. Uh, anyway.
0: I, I, I'm no longer a crooked. Right. Uh, so, anyway. All right, let's wrap this up. Aye, aye, Captain. Um, it's good to be back it is Ho- hopefully our, our our schedule allows even if even if it's 20 25 minutes hopefully our schedule allows more conversations on a more regular basis so we don't go 3 months without people hearing our glorious voices and opinions some people appreciated that yeah but i think deep down they missed our intro song they didn't i know one person did on twitter cuz he still says it's a better intro than uh what the big gray copcast has. so
1: well they changed theirs and theirs sucks so i know they st- well.
0: they still they, they still said ours was better cuz Brandon Rigoni, you know, talking about heart. Eh, we need a new one. <laughs> Dude, it took an effort and time to put that together. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, they all do. Guess what? What? Ohio will it scored again.
0: What's the score as we record at the moment?
1: I'm a metric fucking ton to not.
0: Ten, let's ten, just ten, say
1: let's just say, the second half score is now going to be 36 to 7.
0: Delightful. And not uh, not in a good way for uh, the Indiana faithful on hand tonight. Um, real, Bad, basketball season soon. Real quick, do we want to uh, touch on the elephant in the room as far as college football this weekend? What? Alabama and Florida State?
1: Oh, who cares? Figure it out later.
0: <laughs> That's the best response ever. I, I got to say this before we go. Uh, I listened to ESPN 101 in St. Louis or out of St. Louis, damn near every day in, in the truck that I'm driving. Uh, and they are really heavy, as you can imagine, being in Missouri. They're real heavy on the SEC talk. I would rather listen to them, you know, each guy go three hours bitching about the Cardinals uh, pitching, both in the rotation and the back end, uh, the bullpen, than hear them talk about the SEC. Um, and there's been a lot to complain about as far as St. Louis Cardinals pitching this year. Uh, but anyway, that that's my... Burden to bear. Brian, thank you, sir. Go back to uh, watching Ohio State continue to crush Indiana.
1: You know what? Ohio State scored 49 points their last two games.
0: For, 49, not 49 total. 49. Yeah, no, 49 total. Yeah,
1: because they scored 49 in this game, and oh, what well, happened right. to the score against Clemson?
0: That's right. Because <laughs> I, I, I remember, who, was it, who made the comment? about uh, urban Meyer and the Papa John's pizza that he was still thinking about after that game. I don't was know. Was that in the Slack chat room? Anyway. All right, everybody that does it. We're back. We'll be here uh, for another football season and beyond. So God. keep on tuning in to, uh, the, uh, the five heart podcast here on uh, Coronation coordination and the Jittery monkey podcast network. Find it on iTunes stitcher and, uh, Coordination.com and jitterymonkey.com. For Brian Toll, I'm Greg Mahochko, reminding you once again after three months off, five heart is all the heart you need. Go big red.
1: This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com.